This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Let's talk now about one of the big issues in this federal election campaign, and that's the SNC-Lavalin scandal. The ethics violations by Prime Minister Justin Trudeau confirmed last week in a stunning report by the federal ethics watchdog, the Trudeau broke the conflict of interest laws of Canada. Where does it all go from here? Let's talk to a great guest now, Jody Wilson-Raybould, the independent MP now for Vancouver Granville, of course, the former Attorney General of Canada. In the eye of the storm on this one, I'm very pleased to welcome her. Hi. Hi, thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on. Let's start with the report last week by Ethics Commissioner Mario Dion. I think Canadians owe him a a big vote of thanks here for this report. His report found the Prime Minister and his people inappropriately pressured you to help this big company, SNC-Lavalin, deal with these uh, very serious criminal charges the company's facing. Just like you said, this report corroborates a lot of what you told Canadians. What was your reaction to that report? when you? What went through your mind when you read it? Well, I, I mean, I was pleased to have received the report and to have read through all of its pages uh, to, to read and hear in the commissioner's own words the confirmation of what I went through. But, but the gratification came from having the commissioner confirm or vindicate the independent role of the attorney general, the director of public prosecutions, their roles in, in criminal proceedings. But, but I have to say, you know, in addition to that, I I did feel a, a sense of, of sadness that we are in this situation and that um, it's something that is still uh, being considered and um, has raised some significant concerns uh, for me, certainly, and for uh, the many people that I talk to. Did you feel any... I, I take your point about the sadness there. I think a lot of Canadians are kind of feeling uh, dubious about this whole thing, too, for sure. Did you feel any kind of personal vindication from this report? I mean, there have been some Liberals that have spoken out against you and criticized you and called you a traitor to the Liberal Party. I'm thinking of people like Sheila Copps and people like that. Did you feel personally vindicated as you re- as you read that report that largely corroborated everything you said? Well, I, I, sure, I, I can say that reading the report and it, um, hearing the commissioner corroborate a lot of what I said, if not all of what I said, uh, was important for for me. I think it's important to have an independent officer of parliament weigh in on, on these issues. I mean, we're talking about the Conflict of Interest Act and violating the Conflict of Interest Act. And I think raising the issues. Um, It's not specifically about the company. It's about the nature of the democracy we want to live in and ensuring that public officials in their role, doing their jobs, uphold the rule of law and make decisions based on values and principles, which is really important to me. And it's important to the many people in my riding and Canadians that I've talked to when reflecting on this issue. I I thought as I read this report, there were some disturbing new revelations in there there are things that we didn't know before and i know there there's stuff in there that you didn't know too right where there was what jumped out at you in this report that you didn't you didn't you didn't know before there were there were several revelations for me i didn't understand um and i actually still don't understand um 
the extent to which there were conversations between and among ministers, between and among the ministers in the company and the prime minister's office. Um, that surprised me, the, um, the extent to which that was occurring um, without my knowledge. Um, also, um, I, the ethics commissioner, when I met with him in June, raised the, the question of the two legal opinions that were referenced in the, in the commissioner's report, um, which came as a, a significant surprise to me. All of this happening outside of my knowledge, which is concerning, having been the attorney general at the time, and there was all these um, different uh, discussions happening uh, around uh, uh, what was to be done or, uh, with respect to SNC and with respect right. to the deferred prosecution agreement. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's probably some of the most shocking content in this report, that there were these ongoing discussions with officials with, with the company about how to get what it wanted, uh, despite there was explicit advice from the Privy Council to basically to not do that. You know, you got these secret meetings with SNC to d- Lavalin to discuss new ways to pressure you. You know, and it, it, it almost seems like some of the people who are browbeating you and pressuring you to help this company were also at the same time in constant contact with the company who are defendants in a criminal matter. Is Is that disturbing to you to learn that that was going on? Well, I, I mean, I always say I never, should never be surprised about anything, but I'm consistently surprised about many things. Um, it, it, I find it disturbing. I think that um, the commissioner's report, um, this whole issue being on um, the, the attention of the, the country for as many months as it has been, um, should be of concern. It provides a window into how um, some decisions are made. Um, uh, for for my part and my role as the Attorney General, I was doing my job. And I think one of the major lessons that we as a country should learn from this is that we need to remain constantly vigilant about um, the foundation of our government and our democracy and ensure that when we entrust in public officials to make decisions that they're, they are, again, doing it and making decisions based on values and principles that we spent years as a nation fostering. Right. Speaking of Jody Wilson-Raybould, Conservative leader Andrew Scheer yesterday called for an RCMP investigation. Green Party leader Elizabeth May has called for an RCMP investigation. We've seen a large group of former Canadian attorneys general, a lot of whom I'm sure you know and respect. They're calling for the Mounties to get involved. What, what do you say? Should the, should the RCMP get involved here and investigate? Well, I I trust in the RCMP to to take the action that they deem appropriate. Um, I would leave it leave it at that and see um, what they determine to do as they right. obviously digest some of the information that has come to light in the ethics commissioner's report and and uh, other information that they may or may not have. You're leaving it up to the RCMP to decide whether or not to in- investigate the, the SNC-Lavalin scandal. You you have revealed that the Mounties did contact you earlier, back when the story first break broke earlier in the year with the with the uh, revelations in the Globe and Mail. What did the uh, when the Mounties contacted you back then? What did they uh, What did they ask you? What did they want to know? Well, I I did have a conversation with the the Mounties in the spring. And the nature of our conversations and discussions, I would uh, like to keep confidential. Do you think Justin Trudeau should apologize? I, I do. I think that, um, and I've been 
pretty clear on this from almost the very beginning. I think that if you um, do something wrong, and in this case, um, have an independent member of or officer parliament say something seriously wrong would happen, you acknowledge um, the wrongdoing and apologize to Canadians for it. And we can work towards um, where trust is been damaged to, to rebuilding that trust, yeah, I think it would be nice to hear an apology from, uh, from the Prime Minister. What, what do you think about his kind of constant talking points on this issue? Anytime he's asked about this, his response is, I'm not going to apologize for standing up for jobs. I was just trying to protect jobs at, at this company. What do you think of that? I mean, even the president of SNC-Lavalin has said, you know, the, the jobs argument is really irrelevant. If they if this company doesn't get contracts or if the company went down the tubes for some reason, uh, the people who work there would start work, get jobs somewhere else. I mean, do you think that's a legit argument for Trudeau to make that this is about jobs? Well, I, nobody is going to say that jobs aren't important. As politicians and as Canadians, we all want to ensure that people have good, well-paying jobs. Um, But I think that it's important um, for us as Canadians to know that we live in a country where the rule of law is not violated at will or for political expediency. I mean, jobs and the investment in our country in terms of private investment, which creates jobs, um, we want to ensure that people investing understand the nature of our rules-based system, the nature of our democracy, and have certainty that those rules, that the laws will be followed. That's what creates right. certainty. That's what creates investment, and that's what creates jobs. So um, I will always err on the side of um, upholding um, the very nature of our democracy, and from that uh, we can make the sound decisions that we need to, to make as elected officials based on what our constituents and the important issues that our constituents are telling us um, right. uh, to make. Speaking of your constituents, you're running for re-election in, in the fall as an independent MP now in Vancouver Granville. It's not very often that an independent can get elected to parliament in our country. It's, it has happened before, but it's kind of rare. What are you mm-hmm. hearing from people in Vancouver Granville about your chances to get re-elected as an independent MP? Well, I'm I'm excited about running as an independent. I certainly would never have expected myself to be in this position, but I'm embracing it. And I'm not shy to hard work, and I know it's going to take a lot of hard work and, and commitment um, now leading up to the election. Um, I've been hearing from people on the doors, walking down the street, pretty overwhelming support in terms of myself personally, in terms of acknowledging what I went through, people thanking me for what I did in terms of standing up for integrity, for doing the right thing. Um, So that's really nice to hear and and have that support. Um, Knocking on doors and doing um, a bunch of different events in in the riding, people are talking about, of course, the, um, the environment and climate change. Affordability continues to be the biggest issue in Vancouver Granville. It was when I was knocking on doors 15 months before the last election, and affordability in terms of, of housing, um, being able to, to live where you work. Um, yeah. We have um, issues um, that come up around democratic reform. It's still something that um, is raised quite regularly. Healthcare, pharmacare, 
seniors, um, there's real issues that people are speaking out on, and I look forward to uh, hopefully re-earning the the support of the people of Vancouver Granville and being a strong independent as much as right. um, I can nonpartisan voice in Ottawa for their issues. You you told me I remember earlier that the Liberal Party you had always always sort of considered that sort of your natural political home and that you supported the party for a long time. When the Prime Minister removed you from the Liberal Caucus, did they kick you out of the Liberal Party too? You're not still a member of the Liberal Party, are you? Well, I'm technically still a member of oh. the Liberal Party. Um, I and, and to your your question around values and and uh, I, I mean I align most closely with values of the Liberal Party or the right. ideology of the Liberal Party around justice, around equality and inclusion. I mean that's still who I am. I haven't changed. Um, I was never a member of a political party until you know right before the last election when I joined the Liberals. Um, but again, I mean, what I want to represent and continue to um, how I represent the constituents of Vancouver Granville is still um, based on those values. Um, right. I take progressive approaches to issues. Um, but uh, yeah, the Prime Minister unilaterally removed me from caucus. Um, and um, I look at federal politics. I look at and embrace and am honored to be the member of parliament for Vancouver Granville. And and I feel that not one person can determine whether or not I continue in federal politics. So I'm going to work incredibly hard to re-earn the, the support of the people in Vancouver just, Granville. Just to finish up, let me just go back to the SNC-Lavalin story for, for a second. You have said that you, despite the, the browbeating that was going on against you, the pressure that was put on you, uh, now we the revelation of these meetings with SNC-Lavalin that was going on behind the scenes that you didn't even know about when you were the Attorney General, which is very disturbing. Despite all that, you have said you don't think anything illegal happened here, right? Is that still your position? You don't think anything illegal happened? Well, I, I mean, uh, the Conflict of Interest Act was violated. That was Yeah, I mean, the criminal code. Yeah, I... I made answer at the committee and recently in terms of uh, whether or not I think anything criminal happened. Um, based on, my answer was no, based on the information, the relevant information that I've been privy to. Um, that was made um, by me at the, at the Justice Committee based on the facts that I have. Um, the RCM police will do what they want and, and investigate or, or um, um, take action that they deem appropriate. Um, certainly, there's new relevations in the conflict or in the commissioner's report and other information that they may or, or may, may not have. Um, but for me, um, based on the information that I was privy to, um, right. then um, that's how I answered that question. Yeah, but but do you think that are you saying that what maybe there were crimes committed now? Now that we know more information, maybe the the criminal code was violated here. No, I'm not saying that. I I leave that determination to um, the RCMP if if they're uh, uh, in their actions and what actions they deem appropriate and taking in in this right. regard. My answer was based on the information that I had available to me. Okay, we continue to follow the story very closely, to say the least. I'm I'm going to be very interested to follow your campaign to get reelected in Vancouver Granville. Thanks for coming on. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure.
All right, that's Jody Wilson-Raybould, the independent MP for Vancouver-Granville. It's not very often you get an independent wins election to the House of Commons in Ottawa. I think she's got a heck of a shot.